0: Welcome to the podcast Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage. Where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelley Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 69 Getting Golden. Hello, everyone.
1: 69.
0: <laughs> Hello, everyone. And thank you for joining us for what? this episode today, where we are going to take a closer look at
1: the uh, fall,
0: autumn, what it means to be getting golden. And how we can apply all this to marriage and intimacy.
1: Getting golden.
0: Yes. Did like, I surprise you with that title?
1: Like the golden years, like <laughs> getting older.
0: No, has nothing to do really with getting older. It
1: mean? might.
0: It might have a little to do with some maturity. Maturity. Maturity, I think, is a better way to look at it rather than just
1: age. Golden in other ways too. Like I don't. I'm going to learn about what it means to be golden. Oh, yeah. So I'm the student. <laughs> okay, let's go.
0: Oh, there's the bell. Okay, so while Nick and I were deciding on this topic, we definitely knew we wanted to talk about autumn and fall and some of the awesome things that that can bring to us, some opportunities. And so each of us were going to come to this episode with some of our coaching ideas of which ones could help during this time of the year. So as we are getting started, I wanted to um talk about some definitions.
1: You have a lot of notes there.
0: <laughs> you know me.
1: No. It's
0: I like lot. I like the notes. I like the definitions. Oh, yeah. So, I want to talk about one of a few of the definitions of the word fall. And I'm going to start off with my favorite one. I usually don't do that. I usually kind of just let the definitions go in the way that I find them in the dictionary and then I pull out my favorite ones, but this time I want to start with my favorite definition. So if we just take the word fall and look it up, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of definitions for the word fall. And only one or two of them actually have to do with the season. But the one that I liked the most, it says to pass suddenly and passively into a state of body or state of mind or to pass into a new state or condition. Hmm. So I really like this one because sometimes this word fall, it can be used in a negative way, or it can be used in a positive way. And so sometimes we hear fall into love, right? We're falling in love. But you also hear this word when people say, well, we just fell out of love. And that will be used as an excuse for why the relationship isn't working, So, I think it's really interesting that this word can really go either way.
1: Well, it's interesting because you just talked about two things where people are trying to excuse agency. Yeah. But the fall, the fallen state that we're in, is all about agency.
0: Oh, yeah. That is such a good point. Ooh, Ooh, points for you, big points. But I love how that they talk about that there's a change of mind. And when we think of the word fall, because even just from a a very practical sense, if we fall down, we're going from one position to another. And sometimes we can think of it as going from a higher position to a lower position. But also when we're talking about maybe this change of mind, Um, I think about sometimes we get a little caught up in thinking that our way of doing something or approaching something is the right way. We may be putting our, our thinking kind of like on a pedestal. And we don't want to fall we, because we are, we are convinced that our way of doing something is right. What
1: about when you are right?
0: <laughs> well, that's a whole other story. Well, there are certain <laughs>
1: things where people, I mean, you can be right and wrong.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. But what I'm talking about is when we are in a state of mind where most of the things that we do, we're approaching um, in marriage is like, well, I'm right they are wrong. That's a that's a horrible trap to be stuck so in.
1: So the trap is that you're not you're missing out on valuing other people. Yes. I mean that's one way to look at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. And what I mean in all reality there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, let me look at the way I'm thinking about stuff. Maybe I don't need to think about it as if I'm like the authority on everything, but let me come off my high horse for a little bit and actually listen to what my spouse is saying and give it value and consideration.
1: So knowing that you could always be missing something. Yeah. Like, I might be missing something. Yeah. This is how I see it, but I might be missing something.
0: Totally. And I think that's that's kind of like one of the things I like about this concept of of fall and autumn is to be able to have this kind of shifting opportunity this change in mindset
1: when everything's dying yeah so like in some ways like some of your bad habits can die too and so instead of waiting for spring and waiting for all the death just like just let them die and then let them be born again at the same time
0: yes yeah that's that's a really good point In
1: in preparation for winter especially
0: yes so fall is also um defined as um To display great eagerness or excessive eagerness. And we don't ever think about that too much with the word fall. But again, when we think about someone falling in love, man, are they ever excited and eager about things, right?
1: I'm more eager now than I've ever been.
0: (laughs) So you're still falling in love.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if falling is the right word, but i'm definitely more and more in love whatever that means at the time because that changes too yeah but it just gets sweeter
0: well and one of the other definitions for fall is to set about heartily or actively and i know that that one kind of surprised me i was like huh okay but it's good to know anyways that that is part of the definition of fall um So one thing with these definitions, as we're thinking about maybe something going down to a different position with the concept of falling, to me, I liked the idea of something that good to put down in a different position would be stress. Mm. Stress is a huge blocker for women's natural desire to be intimate. Stress, Stress is a huge blocker to that. So sometimes I think this is such a key factor that I think sometimes we don't pay enough attention to. But if a woman's stress level is high consistently, it's harder for her to have a natural desire to be intimate. So that's something we really need to pay attention to is our stress levels. For females. Well,
1: why don't you try living with having to finish fast when you're under pressure?
0: <laughs> that stress level is high.
1: Yeah. My, uh, so,
0: I don't have that pressure So I know what you're talking about. I don't ever some degree. I don't ever have the pressure of like finishing fast. Hmm? <laughs> my my expectation for myself is the opposite. Okay. <laughs> um but then if you look at the word autumn, it's not the same as fall, right? It's it is that it's the third season of the year when crops and fruits are gathered and it's that transition time from the summer to the winter. And so this is the time of year when the daylight and the days actually start to become shorter.
1: Wait, so autumn and fall are the same time, are they?
0: Well, yeah, they are at the same time. Um the reason fall is often called fall or the autumn is called fall is because the leaves fall. It kind of just started to grow. That so it's name. really
1: autumn, but fall is like a nickname.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, they're both the same, but it, it didn't start off with the word fall. It started with autumn. I like autumn better. Autumn is really pretty. I like that word, too. Um, and this is like when temperatures are starting to get a little bit cooler as well. But here's the thing that I also think is interesting about autumn. Um, Because a lot of farmers are going to start gathering their crops is also a time where a lot of these crops have reached their maturity and you want to gather them in before they go bad and, you know, just wither up and die. So it's also a time of looking at the maturity of things, at the growth, at the
1: ripeness. And preparing for new life again. That's true. That's true. So it's all it's all in preparation for the cycle to start again. Yeah. In the spring.
0: Yes, and so it's not like the time of like something very new. It's like look at where things are. Like, are they mature? Is it time to yeah. grab onto these things? And so
1: um, assessment.
0: Yes, it's a it's a good time for an assessment uh, because things have already been in progress, and right. so I think this is a great time. For all of us to reflect on ourselves, how our growth and development and our maturity is moving along. Um, And if there are times to course correct before certain things become worse and decline and have a negative effect on us personally and in the marriage.
1: It's interesting that you are bringing this up because when I think of the whole year and I think about it compared to a week like the Sabbath is sunday right and i always think of for the year it's like december Mm -hmm. right and maybe november also and maybe even october like the end of the year is like it's like preparing for the sabbath and the sacrament is like kind of starting now october november and then you go into the end of the year where you like you really should renew and you don't have to wait till then but yeah This time is really important to prepare and be ready for the end of the year and the beginning of a new year. And not not that that, you know, has to be, but I think there's order in certain things and I think it's helpful.
0: Yeah. And another part of autumn is in the definitions, it says it's a time of big change in nature and the environment. And so I love this. This is such an invitation to us to look at ourselves and Kind of self-reflect and say, is there a place where I need to change? Do mm. I need to have a big change in this area or this area? Or do I need to change something in my environment? Maybe there's just something that has not been working quite so well in just how things are, you know, just practically functioning in the house. And you can just make a change in that and you can write
1: it on your Yule log and throw it in the fire.
0: <laughs> yes, you can. Um... And so also in the definitions for autumn, it says that this is a time where the leaves on the trees change colors. Mm -hmm. And it says that it can bring different colors to people's lives. And I thought that was just awesome, right? Because think about how many times we hear about people wanting to travel to certain parts of the United States just to see the vibrancy. Of the leaves when they change colors. Oh, yes,
1: yeah, they're amazing. If you've never seen them, it's worth it.
0: Oh, it's so worth it. <clears throat> so usually we don't see like tons of reds and yellows and oranges and golds. Yeah. The gold colors. And so what I really love about this as I was reading this definition is that it made me think of we also can use this opportunity to really make the time to enjoy the different colors that each person brings into our lives, especially our spouse.
1: Yeah.
0: To enjoy the things that are not the same as us, right? Like, I don't like the color red. But a lot of people, that's their favorite color. And red shows up in a lot of stuff. But when I think about, like, changing leaves and stuff, I love how red blends in and adds to the overall beauty of it all. Yeah. And so I think it's such a good opportunity for us to look at the differences in spouses and say, hey, maybe this is not how I would do something. But in the big picture, this is this adds.
1: it's you know really weird is that when, I, when we started dating, one of my favorite dresses that you wore was red. I know. And now you say you don't like red? Oh, you look so beautiful. I good.
0: seriously I remember in high school in my early twenties, I think I had three or four things that were red and I loved those things. But now it's like I will hurt I mean I don't I think I own like one thing that's red. Well,
1: right I, I still think of that dress that you wore when we went out. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I'm married. You.
0: Oh, the the red dress. Um and here's the other thing, too, that they're saying about autumn, especially when it, as it relates to the leaves changing colors. It says that when the leaves change colors, everything can seem more magnificent and more beautiful. And I was thinking about even when we lived in New England and we were able to really experience the change of the colors and the leaves and how all of a sudden even the gray in the cement looked more vibrant and I appreciated it more the color even if the the sky was more um overcast I appreciated those colors because they were in contrast to the bright everything
1: has a filter on it because everything's reflecting all these different lights yeah yeah
0: so I love that there can be a lot of contrast and maybe we don't necessarily think of like Overcast and gray skies is awesome and well, beautiful. The re- and but... the reason
1: why they're all changing colors is because they're all dying also. So, like, what's the positive in death, too?
0: Well, there can be.
1: In certain things, dying, right? Well, yeah. Like, bad habits, like you were talking about.
0: Yes. So, but I also like how they're talking about, you know, all these beautiful colors. Uh, the oranges and the browns and the golds. And so, I... Before we move on, this is going to be like the last definition that I do. But I did want to talk about this word golden
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I I actually really like this word. I don't know if you guys are like this, but there are certain words in life that I actually just like the word. And golden is one of them for
1: That's me. because you're golden.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But one of the definitions means shining. And I love that concept, especially as we think about um, this season and the gold colors that are coming out, you know, we can be that way. We can take a part of us that might need a a little bit of more fine-tuning, and we can make that a part of us that shines. Spruce it up. Spruce it up. That's right. Spruce up that part of you. That's right. Golden also means a high degree of excellence. Ooh. So, again, same thing. Um, For me, I like to think of this particular definition in reference to our thoughts our thought process thought awareness like this is something that we can bring to a high degree of excellence we can do this by choice this is not something that is just like on accident or is just ingrained like we can make the choice to have this higher degree of excellence and to be golden in the way that we think
1: yeah well you can you have the power to do it and we can help you to know how to do that even better that's right and faster
0: So golden also means to be prosperous and flourishing. And so if you think about these leaves on the trees when they're at their, you know, their most radiant.
1: Before, like before they start falling. Yeah,
0: they are prosperous. They are flourishing. Yeah. It's awesome. And so we can use this time in the fall to also try to take the next step in our lives and become more prosperous in our relationship and more flourishing in the way we approach things.
1: You know, it's really cool though about that part of the country,
0: hmm.
1: and the colors is that there's also maple syrup there.
0: Oh yeah,
1: it's just it's just alive.
0: It's so good.
1: And that has a lot to do with cooking, you know, sap that comes out of those trees, maple trees. Yeah. But it uh, goes along with all the colors, and that's that's actually later on in the winter is when you actually like tap all the trees but still it goes along with the colors
0: yeah and one of the other definitions for golden means becoming radiant and even vigorous and i love that because again that kind of goes back to the shining parts you know the parts of us that we want to be more brilliant and stand out and have a positive influence um on ourselves on our families on our spouse on our community but it's also a time of being vigorous. Like we don't have to like be like, okay, it's nap time now. Obviously this is a time of preparation, especially for animals as they prepare. But the process of preparing is also vigorous, right? Like they're gathering their food, their fur. You're getting
1: excited. You're getting, you build enthusiasm.
0: Yeah. And they're like animals, like their fur grows thicker to prepare them for what's coming. Like, Yeah, we think of, like, they're getting ready to hibernate, but the actual readiness and the preparation, like, there's vigor in there. And I love that. It's to do.
1: It's like President Kimball and the I am a child of God. Teach me all that I must do. He loved that word. Yeah. do it. That's right. With vigor and enthusiasm.
0: Yes. Um, And that's a choice. Yeah. And I think as we've talked about, I think, earlier in this week, or maybe it was last week, like, there was a day where – the temperature really dropped and we're like, oh, it's getting cold. And you said, oh, it's sweater weather. You know, I'm so excited about this. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Like we get to change some of the activities that we're doing. So maybe we're not like out at the lake every day, you know, trying to be down at the beach or, you know, just all the water and the summer activities. But we get to enjoy activities that are different than the summer activities. And that, that can bring also... An element of excitement and newness and revitalizing into our lives. Yeah. So I think that is like a really key point too. Um, and going right along with that, I when I think about the change in the seasons, I always think about getting more cuddly and more cozy. Yeah. Like I always think of like, ooh, I want to sit by, I want to sit by a fire. And I want hot chocolate, and I want, like, blankets and coziness and cuddling. And to me, that's, like, super romantic. So, like, the change in weather, to me, is, like, a it's it's kind of sexy.
1: But just remember, after, like, a little bit of time, all cozy with, like, blankets and pajamas and all that, nobody ever complained about any skin. Because then your skin's warm, and you can start taking stuff off. <laughs> just, no guy's ever going to complain about that.
0: Oh, that's a good point. So yeah. cuddling is a good thing.
1: Yeah, just remember, you know, skin skin is warm.
0: Skin is warm. That's right. Skin is warm.
1: <laughs> skin is warm.
0: Okay, so before I go on to some more of my thoughts, was there anything that you wanted to add?
1: You do, look like you want to. Do see? you want me to add anything? It <laughs> look like you have a. Do you want me to?
0: Yes,
1: yes, hey, I do. I have look. I just have four points. Okay, that are really like eight, but there's like one a one and one a two. Okay. <laughs> okay. But when we're thinking about all of the, you know, all of these things that are important, we have to remember fear is one of the biggest obstacles and panic. And so sometimes things like feel like they're going wrong and we have to choose to see the silver lining in all of them, right? Yeah. But here's what I I think, it's not in opposition to what you said at all, but I'm just gonna add my two cents. You sure you wanna know?
0: Yes.
1: Okay, number one, if we wanna change our scenery, if we wanna change our perspective, if we wanna change the reality, We have to slow down right you have to as busy as we are and that's one of the biggest things is we're all tempted by being busy but we have to interrupt whatever train we're on that we don't like we have to interrupt it and change speeds so maybe you have a new activity or you start exercising or breathing or something but we have to cease reacting to the things that distract us which is a lot and a lot of it's BS.
0: I think there are a lot of things that could distract people from their marriage and being yeah. active and vigorous participants in their marriage. Yeah. There's a ton of distractions.
1: So if you don't slow down and take around you, as Ferris Bueller said.
0: I was like, wait a minute, I know you might, you
1: might know. miss it. Right? Yeah. We need to take a we need to take a step back. Because if you don't slow down, then the rest of these don't matter anyway. Number two, we have to choose. This goes back to thoughts. We have to inoculate ourselves. We can do this. Inoculate ourselves from descending into despair. It's really easy to follow, like, darkness down. So, with our brains, we choose to turn toward the light. That has everything to do with what we take into our bodies, like media. Food, even. Yeah. Right?
0: Well, I... I know that a lot of times when I'm coaching women clients and we start talking about libido Mm -hmm. um, are what we take into our bodies can have a huge effect on our libidos. But so we're sometimes so disconnected from our bodies that we won't know that. Right. I know that if I eat cereal (coughs) (laughs) or like things that really have like a high concentration of carbohydrates, I know it's going to make me extremely tired, and if I'm extremely tired, I am not going to be in the mood to be intimate with you.
1: Or if you watch a scary movie, you don't like scary movies, and it's going to put you in the wrong state of mind. Totally. Like, it's not just food, it's everything. It's everything we put into our bodies. Right. So we have to choose to dilute fear narratives, like, and we can choose, like, if something really worries us... We can choose to see it in an adventurous way or, I don't know, just think about it differently. Okay, before yeah. you go on. Yes.
0: So I wasn't expecting you to use the word adventurous right yeah, here. Right. And so this has really got me excited, actually, because <laughs> when I talk to, this is mainly female clients, because the female arousal system... In most women, I'd say it's I think the science is about 80% of the women is different than the men's. Right. And I think we kind of know this in general when we, you know, kind of make fun of the differences in libidos and arousal and how quickly men's can be. Um, but I think this is important to know that men's arousal is a spontaneous arousal. It can happen very quickly, and this is the majority of men. Women's for the most part, is not. It is not spontaneous. And so it's called responsive. So it is in response to a multitude of things. Like adventure? But no, this is why I think (laughs) adventure is is such an important word. Because I think that there's often a myth that the women's libido is supposed to be the same as the man's. And if it's not the same or if it's not at the same degree, that something has gone wrong. The goal is not for the women's libido to be the same as the man's. Right. It's, that's not the goal. Right. The goal is for each spouse to understand their own arousal. And that's... I think for women, yeah. this is so misunderstood. But my favorite is to look at women's arousal as an adventure. Yeah. Because there, literally there is so much to discover, and this is why I love my job, is because there are so many contributing factors. And this is constantly changing. Uh I hope that any husbands listening to this, that you can look at your wife's arousal as adventurous, as like, I wonder what it's going to be like today instead of something that's boring and monotonous. This is why I love the word adventure when it comes to this. Sexy, baby. Yeah, it is sexy.
1: And also preparation, too. Adventure and preparation is important, too. Like doing the recycling. Anyway, sorry. Number three. You
0: better reference that because a lot of people might not understand where that comes from. Flight of the
1: Concords.
0: Flight of the Concords. Business time. It's business time acoustic version. Look it up. This is one of our favorite skits to watch and listen to. And thank you to my wonderful friends who introduced it to me
1: (laughs) all right number three this is important choosing again using your agency and our thoughts to actively engage in some kind of creativity or some kind of new structure right that gives you some like a reset of reality so doing something that you that will help you accomplish feeling completion or creation i think is important as human beings because When we do something like that for the good of others, not just for ourselves, then that is us becoming more like deity or more like Jesus or whoever it is that you look up to. And that is where we really grow. So creating is important for us to do. And so whether that's art or, you know, stairs, I don't care. It's all the same. What are you laughing at? I did
0: not expect you to say stairs. (laughs) I guess you could create stairs.
1: Yes, of course you can. (laughs) Um, I just I wrote the sentence down, and I like it. It's reestablish order by choosing it into existence for good, not for evil. Hmm. All right, then the last one, and then I'll stop. Okay.
0: Well, what do you elaborate on that one?
1: Re-establishing order by choosing it into existence.
0: Yeah, like give me an example of what you would mean by that. Re-establishing order in what?
1: Like if, I, if I'm really out of um, good exercise habits and I don't feel as good, I can choose to start exercising again and my body will be more orderly because I'm starting to, because my heart's pumping and I'm doing the things that my body likes. So choosing things that are good for us, not just choosing things that are new because they feel good, like drugs oh, yeah. or prostitutes, right? Because right. those things might be fun for like a day or two, but it all catches up to you. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, no one wants to go down that road. No. If you found yourself going down that road, Yeah. Things have gone really bad. So let's not do that. Let's enjoy and let's choose a reality in a way that's awesome. Like, why not have the kind of fun that you can have with a prostitute? Right? Right. Because that's a minimum. Right. We're talking about way more. Like, people think, oh, I got to do this and that because I got to sow my oats or whatever in marriage. Well, why not have that kind of fun with your wife? Right? Like, why why do we have to go to places like that? Right. So I'm going there because I think a lot of guys need that, and what, and their wives need to know that, and they also need to know that there's a lot more enjoyment in places that they'd least expect it. Yeah,
0: I think that's an excellent point.
1: That's all I have. <laughs> so I'm going to stop talking there. <laughs> I mean, what else can I say? That was brilliant.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: So now it's your turn.
0: Oh, jeez, the bell. Um, okay, so as I was thinking about, you know, this season of autumn and the fall and um, things getting golden, uh, there were four key points that really stood out to me from a life coaching perspective. And uh, the first one is to make a plan to actually enjoy the differences that are occurring. Um, Celebrate them. Go out and do something that your spouse enjoys doing that maybe is not, you know, always the first thing on your list of things that you would want to do. You're smiling. What is that? You're thinking of something.
1: Well, it's like when you take me axe throwing.
0: (laughs) That was so fun.
1: And you're like, oh, Nick would like that. And (laughs) guess who ended up liking it more than me? (laughs) Shelly. And she was way better at it than me, too.
0: That was super fun. Um, But I think that this is such a wonderful opportunity to really to be able to enjoy the differences between spouses Take this time to not make everything the same. Yeah. Embrace the differences and actually enjoy them and allow them to affect your life in a positive way. Um, And for the good.
1: Seek newness. Be curious.
0: Yeah. Like, I can't remember if we brought this up, this example before, but there's some music that you and I totally have in common. And then there's some music where we couldn't be more different. We're just on opposite ends and don't enjoy some of the same stuff. But at the same time, you know, you invited me to go to a concert that I would never go to, and I went. And did I have the best time ever? No. But I saw had a great time because you enjoyed it, and it was kind of fun watching you enjoy it as much as you did. So I think that's important that... We enjoy all the different colors of one another during this time. And let that be a focus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two is
1: to... Do you want me, want me to respond to that?
0: Well, I don't know. You just looked like you were going to respond. So I was giving you some space if you wanted to. I don't to. need
1: to respond to that. I think, I think you're brilliant.
0: Okay. Well, the second thing I thought of was that since this is a time of like Getting to a higher degree of excellence um, is to be able to enjoy change that takes you to that place. It's interesting because when someone thinks about the concept of change, they're usually very resistant to it. Oh, I don't want to change. My marriage may need some help, but don't ask me to change. I am who I am. We can get really caught up in this idea of not changing Oh yeah. People get very stuck here and I think we forget that change can actually be awesome. It can be a fun process. Sometimes we think, "Oh, I might have I'm going to have to put some work into it," so change is not fun. Like work always equals not fun, but that's just not true. Our mind will offer us that thought as real, but it's just not fact. Change Can be awesome. It can can. be invigorating. It
1: can be both. It can be great and it can be terrible.
0: Totally. And so I think that this is a time to really embrace change and say, what is it that I've been wanting to change? There's that thing in the back of my mind.
1: Affect your own, affect change. Like don't just embrace it, right? Because change, some change is just gonna happen, right? But not all change just happens. Some change we make happen because we see maybe some other change and we know we need to make a different change before that happens so that that's better. Yeah. So I think it's embracing the things that we can't change, but also looking for opportunities to make choices where you're going to be in a better position. And a lot of times we have to change ourselves. Yes. And sometimes those are the more powerful changes.
0: Yes, and just like when we see all the magnificence of the different colors in the fall, that's because those leaves went through a change. Yeah. And so I think that we can look at our changes as something that we can experience as magnificent and beautiful in our lives. I mean, who doesn't want to experience magnificence in their life? I do.
1: It's the unknown yeah people don't like the unknown.
0: Okay, so the third point here is thinking about what we do um, as things start to reach this high development, you know, this high level of maturity um, before they you know before the leaves drop to the ground um, and before the the fruits become overly ripe, right? It's like we want to do the harvesting. We want to be involved in gathering. And so to me, when I was thinking about this concept in relationship to the season and what takes place, I thought of self-care. Now, this is such an important concept um, when it comes to life coaching and often one that's very neglected. Self-care usually falls at the bottom of the list, especially for moms. A lot of times when I work with clients, their self-care is last on the list. And sometimes it it never even makes the list. And so that just, again, it contributes to constant stress, which, again, affects libido. It affects our desire. It affects intimacy, the closeness we feel.
1: Well, yeah, it affects husbands, too.
0: Yes, I was just going to say, when we're not taking care of ourselves, when we're not engaged in proper self-care and gathering our wits back to us, you know, um gathering that downtime that is needed and necessary. We anybody can become very resentful yeah. and anger can just build up. And so putting that time back into that schedule like you were saying, make sure that there's an order you know, uh, renew those things. We need to make sure that there's also a renewal of self-care, especially in this preparation time before the winter, before the holidays is to have a little plan for how you're going to take care of yourself for the rest of the year. What are you going to do each
1: week? Find something to get excited about though. Oh yeah. like That's why it's important to be, to be a creator right, or to establish something new, have something new in your life, I'm not talking about a new man or a new woman, right, like don't, like don't think about it that way, like right? something that really brings the best out of you, right, like, I don't know, I I talk about like YouTube channels and stuff because I, I have some experience with that, I've watched that process and I know how hard it is for people to do things like that, but maybe it's something that's scary, Maybe, you know, maybe it's joining that bowling league that you've always wanted to because, you know, you just were afraid. Yeah. But, I mean, think about how good it's going to feel to put that bowling shirt on and maybe even go home with a trophy.
0: That would feel awesome. And
1: maybe even one of those, like, the glove glove with the brace on it. Oh, yeah. you, You know, you could really get into it.
0: You totally could.
1: So just think, if you don't do that you're not going to have that enjoyment. Yeah. So there's so many things that they can help us get excited about the self-care and the taking the next step, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. So it's important. Usually those things that we fear are the things that we should look toward to give us the most joy.
0: Yeah. Um I know that when I was getting trained to become a life coach, we always talked about uh resistance you know and this goes right along with what you're saying with fear like if you're feeling resistant to do something like you're really trying to be like i'm not going to do that i don't want to head down that road it we always say resistance is your roadmap like that is the road that you need to head down
1: yeah i, I agree because pretty much everything in my life that we've done that i've done that has been hard has been worth it
0: yeah so the last point i want to make is to think about um some of the holidays that actually occur in this autumn and fall season
1: all the spooky holidays
0: well i wasn't going to focus on the
1: spooky part well it's really spooky like do you think scooby-doo was ever filmed any other time <laughs> other, other than the fall
0: i don't know probably not
1: well, it's always filmed at this time of year
0: well in india they celebrate something called the festival of lights and it's a three-day celebration. Diwali. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I, to be honest, have not known very much about this holiday. But but as I was um, researching it, it talks about that this is a time to get rid of old things that may, that is, they're ready to be let go of. They're ready to be, you know, dropped out of our lives that we no longer need or may be holding us back. But it's also a time to let go of negative emotions. Yeah. And I love that concept. of like they're focusing more on the light, but during that process is there's also a letting go. And I think um, maybe this is a great time to reflect on those resentments that might we might have been holding on to.
1: Forgive people.
0: And work towards, you know, that forgiveness. Um, but then another... Two more holidays that show up in the fall is what we call Halloween, but a lot of countries call the Day of the Dead, where they are actually taking that time to remember all the wonderful things about their family members who've passed on. And they will slow down. They make their favorite foods of their family members. They sometimes will sing songs, have music, you know. It's the best. Just honor. And I think that's such a wonderful opportunity to put those good memories into our minds. Put I, good we should in. start
1: celebrating the Day of the Dead. Oh, I know. Seriously. I know. It's such an awesome thing.
0: It is. It's very awesome. And then the last uh, holiday, of course, that is in fall, is Thanksgiving. Again, it's another time to have our minds be able to slow down and reflect on all of our blessings, all of the goodness, all of the things that we enjoy. Even be able to be thankful for the hard times. Yeah. Um, we can be thankful for things that are happening today that weren't a year ago. And so what I like about all these concepts is that it's putting it's taking the time to put good in. Yeah. Into our minds and into our lives, and not just kind of living life on default mode and then being upset when it's not going our way. So I think that getting golden has a lot to do with just making those decisions to start making the changes that we actually want.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it.
0: (laughs) Okay. Any final thoughts before we wrap up?
1: Just really grateful for You and anyone who's listening to this, thank you so much for listening. We're really thankful for this opportunity, and I'm mostly thankful for my God and my wife and my family.
0: Awesome. Well, I hope everyone this week will take the time to reflect on this season and some of the points that we brought up today and that you will Pick one or two of them to work on throughout this next week because remember, the more you restore this type of golden intimacy with yourself, the more you can restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for joining us today and we hope you will join us again next
1: week. Bye for now.